Welcome back to another episode of Let's Have a Sip. I'm your host, Sean Drinks. What up, man? What's happening? What's good? I'll just, you know, it's, it's Sunday doing the podcast thing, drinking some. Uh, I just got this bottle from yeah. uh, Specs, which is a mega warehouse, kind of like Total Wine specific to uh, Texas. Yeah. Just got just got this bottle of Clyde Mays. Yeah, it, yeah. it is. It is a uh, tilted bottle. I don't know if you're familiar with who that is, but um, tilted bottle pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a guy that manages the uh, specs that's here in Dallas, which is where I'm based, uh, Dallas, Texas. And I just popped it open like right before you got on. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty damn good. I'm enjoying I've, it. So. I've had some really good, uh, really, really good Clyde's Maze. Are they um, are they sourced? Are they MGP? So now I think a majority of their uh, juice is like MGP, but I think yeah. they have they have done. I, I'm pretty positive they've done like one bottle that was like from Kentucky, but I think yeah. primarily most of their stuff is MGP. And it's uh, yeah. this is this is in, this specific bottle is MGP, and it's it's pretty good. I, yeah. I like it. Yeah, MGP does a really good job. I think that's who uh, that's who did that's who where we got my juice from. So yeah, because I. Yeah, I saw that you did some sort of. Uh, I don't. You you did some single barrels because you say your your juice. What so what what exactly? Do you have your own type of whiskey or is it just like a a, a pick that you did from somewhere? Yes, yeah, so we actually have. There's uh there's some chugs bottles, some actual Dan kids. So it started originated with the Dan kids two o'clock chugs. Uh, we did eight barrels. Uh, we had about sixteen hundred bottles. Um, and then that one sold out and then we went through the second one. Uh, we did a single barrel and that was a five year MGP, um, about 250 bottles on that one. We lowered the proof just a little bit. And then we did a, a 3.0 pick. Um, we did two, two single barrels. We did a pink and a stink, um, a little shocker action. <laughs> okay. Um, we, they wouldn't it. let me, they wouldn't let me put it on the, on the label cause it was too, uh, too offensive, but, um, two single barrel picks and we had one was I think 220. The other one was, uh, like a hundred and or sorry, two fifteen, right around there. So, okay. So yeah, it's been fun. So cool, man. Yeah. That all originated from a uh, quarantine, me, uh, doing daily quarantine chugs at two o'clock. <laughs> yeah. So. Cause I know, I noticed that's, that's kind of your thing, like two o'clock chug. Um, like, are you still, is that like it's still a daily thing that you're doing? No. Or okay, no, absolutely not. It's uh, it was fun for a while. I did it for almost three months straight during quarantine, and I'll still chug every now and again just for fun or for uh, for humor to, to piss somebody off if I find a really nice bottle, um, you know, chug out of it. But uh, no, those are done. That's uh, slowly killing me. <laughs> <laughs> So. Yeah, that yeah, that's that's a thing that I've kind of started to realize. Like, I need to kind of cool it down whenever I'm drinking some whiskey. Because, like, so primarily most of my recordings, obviously, we're doing this on Sunday. Yeah. I'll do like anywhere between like two and five interviews every Sunday. Yeah, and uh, dude, I will get fucking toasted uh-huh. <laughs> on some whiskey, and I'm like, I think I need to stop. I need some Pedialyte or something. But um, yeah, so do you? Uh, are you still able to buy any of those bottles or is it just kind of like it was a one and done kind of thing? Well, so the first one, those were around for a little bit just because we did so many. Um, and when we blew through those 1600, um, we did the chugs too. And those sold out relatively quick within the first month. We did a local drop and then uh, I've got people on Instagram and TikTok that I was shipping them out to. And then the chugs 3.0, 
we had a bunch of people showing up from all over. Um, and those sold out day one. So it, and it was such, it was just such a small limited release that, um, you know, everyone wanted them. I still have people asking for them. Um, but yeah, well, my, my plan, this is all in my head right now. So nothing's in the works yet is to do a, a final four. So just do four single barrels and kind of be, so, uh, done with the Chugs brand. We'll do that 4.0 release. Um, yeah, because I still have I still have people asking for those old bottles. Um, I want to do one more, just kind of big, big plow through, and then we'll see. Uh, we'll see if I can transition transition to a healthier way of uh, drinking out of a glass. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you, man. So, what, what was the whole inspiration behind your brand, Chug Merch? Um, it was literally um, so there was a local artist that I don't have my <laughs> I don't have my own hat my hat on my own merch. Um, but on the uh, on the bottle label, it's literally me, you know, um, yep. chuck a bottle of bourbon, and uh, I always wore a hat like this. And he instead of whatever logo it was, he just wrote chug, and I was like, oh, that's an awesome, awesome logo. Um, so I kind of took that, and we kind of went gangbusters with that. And then um, from there, you know, the, the chug merch, I you know, I had shirts and hats and some other things that were going. They were selling okay. I needed something a little bit more um, kind of brand that'll get just the brand in general. Um, and so um, another buddy, uh, Bourbon Lineup is his name on Instagram. He kind of came up with the BRBN in the, the script. Um, that's kind of what we're, we're pushing more now. It's a little bit less offensive because not everyone likes to chug and not ever it's, you know, childish or whatever it is. So this is kind of a classy, clean um i should have it on but i didn't have it with me again we're right. housekeeping, so all right you're yeah, good man uh, it's a good uh it's a good push um it's a good it's a good brand i'm not uh i should be pushing it a lot more normally i'll have i'll have that on i've got the, the hats and the shirts and the, the stuff like that but uh yeah so if anyone's interested chugmerch.com or you can go to heavybourbon.com it's got all the good stuff there y'all heard it here so yeah. Yeah, no, I think what you're doing is really cool, man. And um, it seems now I'm assuming I don't want to make an ass out of you and me, but yeah. um, I'm assuming that most of the uh, bottles that you have that's in the background on you know TikTok and Instagram, that's that's all your stuff, right? Yeah, that's that's all my stuff. All my I've been collecting for I've been drinking collecting for probably about 10, 12 years now. Yeah, you so. dude, you you have some fucking hitters. Like there is some good stuff like that yeah. you have, and I'm like, oh, like where are you getting this stuff from? But that makes sense. You've been kind of in the game for a decade, so well, a lot of people ask. You know, when I I remember my my first big 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 bottles that I bought were um, I bought an EHT sour mash and a uh, tornado, and I bought those to finish off the set at the time. And I remember I think the I think the sour mash was fifteen hundred dollars. The tornado, I think, was like twelve, and I was like, "Oh, that's that's just that's insane. It's way too much." But I just kept looking at it, and I didn't. My OCD kicked in, and I couldn't fill in the space, and uh, you know, so I, I went ahead and I pulled the trigger on those. Which again, that was the most. Actually, I think that's well, nah, it's not the most I've spent on a bottle of booze, but at the time, that was the most I've spent on a bottle of booze. And then, you know, those have since then skyrocketed in price. I think oh, the yeah. sour mash now is sitting at about sixteen, seventeen thousand. The tornado is probably ten to twelve. So that's yeah. that's that's always an interesting thing too. You know, everyone's like, "Oh, you know, drink your stuff, drink." Your, you know, I I drink 
I drink plenty. I I still pop open GTSs and BTAC and other stuff like that. I'm just not. They get a point to where it's it's not. I don't think it's it's worth it to kind of pop, pop those super super expensive bottles. Um, I mean that's that, that's a good question for you. I mean, what's your like what's your price point on a? Okay, I spend X amount on this bottle. I'm definitely drinking it or i spend you know x amount and i'm gonna drink it but it's gonna be a super super special occasion or you know what so what's what's your what's your price point on that yeah so um i so my most expensive bottle that i have i i have not paid as much as um that you've spent on some of your bottles but like so i'll let me i got it's actually behind me right now um so i just picked this up maybe like eh, two weeks ago or so it's a will it wolves uh batch number two yeah i don't know if you I don't know how well you can see that, but um, so that was like three fifty. So like this is the most expensive bottle that I have. So like I will do my best to not pay secondary prices on bottles because like for me personally, I can't justify paying I don't know seven hundred plus yeah. five hundred plus for a bottle. Um, it's just not it's just not feasible for me, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, th- there's nothing wrong with paying that much if you want to. Like people are going to pay that much for that that like for bottles or whatever. Yeah. But so, um, it's so so one bottle that I'm looking for currently. I don't know if you have this or not. Um, is gonna it's the Heaven Hill 17 year. I've never seen it anywhere. I've heard yeah. it's fucking phenomenal. But uh, you know, I recently just got engaged and I want to have that bottle for my wedding. Yeah. And, you know, I've had, you know, BTAC and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. it's some good, sh- it's some good shit, but, um, but yeah, based off of the, uh, opinions of these other people that I'm talking to that have actually had it, I have bottles like, yeah, that shit's fucking fire, man. You need to, you need to grab one of those bottles. And, um, so, that's, what, that's like a thousand bucks on the secondary, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Really, yeah, probably. So like, yeah. but for me in this occasion, that's, that's going to be worth it. So, and I don't want to get that bottle and then just have someone that can't appreciate that type of bottle. Cause you know, I have friends that will come over and you know, I got it right now, as of yesterday, I have like, I think 133 bottles or something. So like, mm-hmm. I don't want someone to come over and be like, Hey, let me try this. Will it wolves or let me try whatever. <laughs> and they can't really distinguish the difference between that. And then like, you know, your EH Taylor or sour mash or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I, I'm gonna give them a maker's mark or something a little bit more affordable. So, yeah, but exactly. uh, yeah, in regards to price point, you know, the 350 for that bottle, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard for me to pay more than that for for something unless I absolutely want it. But mm-hmm. um, that's yeah. that, I'm probably right about the same. Um, I mean, I've got some, I'll say, $200 daily daily drinkers, um, you know, like the old Carters and some stuff like that, and I've paid secondary for those as well. Um, it's just it's harder to uh, there, there gets to a point to where you know, is this is this really worth three hundred and fifty dollars, or is yeah. it, or is it you know, there's some really good seventy and hundred dollar bottles out there that are, you know, at, at some point it just kind of becomes a dick swinging contest, which is always fun to do. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely is fun. It's like I got this shit, man. Where you at? So, yeah. um, but it's it's kind of like a FOMO thing as well. It's like so. So, uh, so the specs that's here in Dallas, like, dude, they get some, the drops that they have. Yeah. It's fucking insane. So, and you know, on occasion, if I'm available, if I'm not working, I am, I'm going to be up there waiting in line for X, Y, and Z. So 
like the other day they dropped the uh, Russell's 13 mm-hmm. uh, and unfortunately I wasn't able to get a bottle because uh, I heard about it at the, like the last fucking second I got there I think I was like the, the 10th person in line behind the last person that got a bottle uh-huh. yeah. so I was like I was like ah fuck but you know I really enjoy that hunt you know being able to go out there and you know enjoy the culture enjoy the people because like one thing about bourbon in my experience and i'm very green when it comes to this whole bourbon thing is like because i've been collecting for close to two years now and um like the people behind it like i've never met a fuckhead once like everyone's so fucking cool man and um you know you know i every time i'm in line i'm always meeting someone someone different whether they be someone that's been in the game as long as you, or maybe they've huh. been in it for a couple of months. Like it's cool. It's cool. So. Yeah. 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 It's, a, it's a very, very cool community. That's what I've, you know, I've made, I've got a lot of, you know, friends that I text and call and hang out with on a regular basis. Um, you know, from meeting from, you know, Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is. And it's, it's uh, it definitely brings people together. I think that's a, that's a cool part of it too, is just the, you know, I've got some, I've got some buddies that I know that I would never hang out with, you know, just, we, we wouldn't have been brought together, um, just different socioeconomic, economic statuses and, you know, they live in different parts of the country and just all their other likes are so, so far different, but the, the brown water brings us together. And that's the, that's the cool part. Everyone's got a story. Everyone's got a, uh, you know, a good takeaway from it. So. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt, man. And I was, I just had a buddy on here right before you came on and we were kind of talking about, uh, you know, bottles that people wouldn't open. And that's something that I don't do. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone, everyone has their thing. I don't, you know, whatever, but like every bottle that I have has been open unless like, I just haven't gotten to it yet Yeah. or whatever. But like, so there is a, um, I want to open my whiskey. I want to enjoy it. I want to enjoy it with people that I know that are going to enjoy it as well. And there's a bar here in Dallas. It's called Smoke the Smoky Rose. I think a lot of the Dallas Bourbon Club guys go there a lot. And uh, I don't really know anybody in that club personally. But um, those boys have, uh, man, I follow them and they are always popping. Always popping. Good stuff. Yes. And it's just like. Holy crap. Yeah, they got some good stuff, man. And yeah. um, so they have a bar specific for bourbon at yeah. at the Smoky Rose. And um, I hopped in there yesterday and because uh, I was doing some like bourbon bar hopping and hopped in there. And every time I go in there, man, like it never ceases to amaze me. Like the type and the amount of like really good bottles that they have, um, and it, it just blows my mind. But uh, they have one of the uh, I've never tried it, but they have one of the uh, Double Eagle Very Rare bottles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And on their little bourbon list, it's like, yeah, this is a one ounce pour for a thousand dollars, and I'm like, eh, I think I'll pass. So, but <laughs> but it makes sense because if I'm not mistaken, I think they maybe have two hundred bottles of it in the whole. Whatever that, yeah, the whole they've world. Done, they have- so they, I believe they've done because I've, I've got one of those. Um, oh, really? Yeah, nice. <laughs> they've got. Um, they've got. I, I believe they've done two different releases. So the first one I believe was two hundred, and then okay. the second one was, I it might, it might have been two fifty or two another two hundred. I someone will have to fact check me on that one. And I I think they're doing a new. I think they're doing another double eagle, but it's going to be a completely different bottle, and it might be a higher proof. And 
maybe a little older or something. But yeah, that's a really, really cool bottle. Now, are they, um, I mean, I've got some, there's some local bourbon clubs here and it seems to be, and I'll do this with my buddies too. You know, we'll get four or five guys and we'll go on a trip and we'll, we'll each drop in, you know, 600 bucks or something. And then we'll just get super expensive bottles. And then, you know, we'll, we're popping them all week. And it's, it's, it seems to be so much easier that way, you know, cause you combine all your money then you can, you can afford to, I mean, at least on the secondary anyway, you can afford to really, you know, get those old bottles and those, those heavy hitters and get those. So I wonder if they do, uh, I mean, it seems to be like a collective almost just kind of combine your funds and do it that way. I don't know. Well, uh, so I'm, I'm confused. What, 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 what's your question? Yeah. Yeah. If, if the Dallas, if those guys, um, if they work as a collective and they just all, you know, chip oh. in X, X amount of money to, yeah. So, I, I don't, I don't, so, so, you, so you're asking how are they acquiring the type of bottles they're getting? Yeah. I mean, I, and a lot, so like even here in town, so they'll work with a lot of the local stores and so they'll get, you know, first pick at, at some of the lotteries and some of the drafts and some of the things like that. Yeah. So, um, I, so I'm not a hundred percent sure how they're able to acquire some of these fucking bottles that they're getting but i mean there's no way they're not connected with like you know high 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 up people at like you know buffalo trace if you will uh since we're talking about double eagle very rare and you know tilted bottle or you know people that are that own these liquor stores there's no way they're not um but i don't know It's, it's a good question i have no idea i ask myself myself that every day whenever i'm in line i'm like how did i not know about this like a week ago so but yeah. but yeah man they, they have some fucking like so this past january at at specs they had probably one of the craziest drops i've ever seen you may have seen it online and they announced it two two days prior or maybe a week prior to them actually doing it um i mean they were the first 10 people in line had the opportunity to buy like old fine copper i don't know the years um you know pappy yeah. Some some very hard bottles to find, and it was for MSRP. And I'm like, what? Wow. And I, yeah, exactly. But so everything else that they were dropping was like they had 600 bottles of like Weller 12, 600 Jeez. plus bottles of like a store pick of Antique 107, uh, Weller Foolproof, uh, you know, Baker's 13, Midwinter Nights Dram, and just a lot of very cool bottles. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to go. I was like bedridden because I had fucking pneumonia and a blood clot. Uh, I was, yeah, and I was like, I'm in my bed and I'm like, I'm talking talking to my girl, can you go to specs, please? And she's like, I love love you, but no. So just just wheel me, just wheel me in there. I just need to be in the parking lot. (laughs) So yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, no, I'm not entirely sure how they're able to get all that shit, man. But it's cool. It's cool to see. So, and uh, I had the opportunity um, about two weeks ago to grab one of their, one of Dallas Bourbon Club's, uh, Barrel picks. It was the OKI um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. store pick, and it, dude, it is very good. I don't know if you like Rise or not, but mm-hmm. it. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> it is so good. It's uh, so you, you guys, you're in Texas, right? So you guys, I mean, I see you guys have all the Weller and or in in certain areas anyway. Yeah, um, I mean that you know they 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 put them on the shelves and um. Well, I, I was I went to uh, Austin a few years back and. You know, I got luck, lucky with, you know, uh, Weller Special Reserve was on the shelf everywhere. 
Yeah, it, it really is. So we did we did that, and you know, one oh seven, and I think I got a one, I got a twelve as well. You know, just kind of sitting there, like that. In in Indiana, where I'm from, that stuff does not make it to the shelves. Like it's all it's held back, or it's done in raffles or drives or or whatever it is. But it's just that will not make it to. The, I mean, they're starting to uh, they're starting to allocate regular Buffalo Trace right now. Really, it's it's absolutely insane. It's insane. So like the, the days of like the days of hunting, you know, for, for it's just it's there's there's no hunting like where I'm at unless it's a unless it's a special drop day or they're doing raffles like you're not going to just randomly walk into a store and find a Weller 12 or I mean, it's, you, you might find a Buffalo Trace on the shelf that they accidentally stuck out, <laughs> stuck out. But it's uh it's 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 just different how the different markets work, you know, and I'm a couple hours away from Cincinnati or, you know, in Ohio where they just, that's their, that's Buffalo Trace's test market. So they've just dumped everything there. Really? I I didn't know that. Yeah. You can do, uh, like if you go to Ohio, they have a Ohio H Ohio. I forget what the website is. It's like Ohio LHQ or something like OHLQ. That's what it is. You can literally, you can do a search for, you know, Weller 12 or Weller 107 or whatever it is, and it'll show you what liquor stores have it available and how many they have in stock, and then you can just go right there. There's some other Damn. states like, like uh, or I know Oregon's that way too. Oregon seems to be untouched with the uh, bourbon market. The last time I went out there to visit my grandparents, um, one, all, all of the uh, hotels and all the bars had killer selections. Like all the, you know, all the H. Taylor special releases, at, you know, like $20 a pour. Um, wow. and you could, you could see, you know, I was searching Weller CYPB and, you know, a dozen stores came up with it that all had it and you just walk right in. And, and I actually, I ran, I was there for a week. So I put my name in cause, uh, one of the stores was out of E.H. Taylor and they'll still, they call me on like a weekly basis. They're like, Hey, we got that, uh, E.H. Taylor single barrel in that you, uh, you said you wanted, <laughs> I'm like, if only you would just ship it to me and it's all, you know, <laughs> that- it's all, all MSRP. Yeah, that's the crazy thing, man. Like, like for Texas in general, like I, there's a lot of bottles that we don't get here, and you can't ship them here. And you know, I don't know how it is in Indiana, but like liquor stores are not open on Sundays. Uh, like, we it, used to not be, now we are. Yeah, and it's like I feel like I'm in the Wild West, but where you can't do shit like that. Like, what's going on? But yeah, but yeah, I didn't know that about Oregon, man. That's fucking insane. Like a CYPB just being on the shelf like that. What is that for secondary? Like two thousand dollars? Like something crazy? Uh, seven seven hundred. <laughs> okay, so I don't not, really not, not worth it, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never had it. So, and that was um, okay. I know I, I normally um use this app. I don't know if you've ever heard of it or not, but or where you're getting your information. But you, I mean, you've been kind of in the game for a while, obviously. Um, I use an app called Booze App, and it kind of tells you, you know, what the MSRP price is, what the uh, yeah. um, secondary shelf price, whatever. I, are you familiar yeah. with what I'm talking about? I I, um, I am. I follow a lot of. Uh, I'm on a lot of secondary sites just to kind of peruse and browse. Um, so I kind of have a I kind of have a foothold in the door on uh, you know what the what the pricing is. Just to I'm you know watching it fluctuate up and down. Um, I've seen on the, so that's the thing with some of those apps is they'll take like, uh, they'll use websites too. They'll pull in a lot of information, um, you know, from like stores that are selling over secondary. 
Okay. I think so. If 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 they had that CYP be listed at two thousand, it's probably because there's some there's probably some stores out there selling it. Um, but I've well, seen it as low as you know six fifty seven hundred. So I say two thousand. I'm just I I'm I talk yeah, shit a yeah, lot. Yeah. I just I was just like a fucking random number. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Yeah, we're talking about see, it. So okay, so it gives you three different prices. So yeah. it says average MSRP, so forty seven ninety seven. Yeah. Um, a fair price if you did find it in a store would be two hundred and ten. Shelf uh-huh. price, which is in quotes secondary, is gonna yeah. be five hundred. Uh, I don't know how accurate that okay, is. Okay, so well, so that so that's on the lower end then. So okay, yeah, because I, I I bought one uh, probably about a month ago for I think I think I got it for six fifty. That, that was a pretty good, pretty good price. Pretty good price. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good I got price. a uh, I got a a buddy of mine that uh, you know he's he's fucking he, he's into the he's into spirits but yeah. pr- primarily it's bourbon he's probably i don't know how many bottles you have or if that's something you really want to really talk about on here but yeah. um he has like literally over two thousand bottles and it's like wow. it's not it's it dude it's fucking insane and he'll you know if he's ever doing like um he has a very big following on on uh, social media so if he's ever doing like a um like a live stream or yeah. whatever um, he doesn't necessarily talk about a lot of like his spirits on his social media because he's more primarily like doing stuff for like in- investments, cryptocurrency, yeah. shit yeah. like that. In the background, you know, you're looking at all of his um, all of his stuff and stuff like that. And uh, you know, anytime he's like doing a story or something like that, he's like showing his bourbon, and I'm like, <laughs> my dude. And he's it's not just like some random fucking like written house rye or something like that. It's like, you know, four bottles of heaven Hill, 17, a yeah. million B tech. And I'm just like, <laughs> dude, where are I, you getting this shit from? You know, I, for, I, there was at one point, my probably at my highest, I had I, 400 plus 450 maybe. Yeah. Um, and I was just buying everything. Um, and I've gotten to a point now to where, I mean, I've got certain, there's certain bottles that I'll chase, um, just to complete the lineup. Like I've got the old Carter, I've got that whole, I've got that whole lineup. So I'm always going to buy whatever else that they drop. Um, even if that requires secondary and I'll buy two of them, you know, one to taste and one to, one to go. Um, I was doing the old Fitz decanters. So I've got, I need the 17 on that one. Um, I'll always do uh, Stag Junior, and then I'll always do anything E.H. Taylor. Um, so they're a special release, and they're barrel proof. And if they come out with like another barrel proof rye or whatever, I'll, I'll buy that. But I've kind of found my—I know what I like to drink, um, and so I'm not. I, there's, I'm trying to think of the last random bottle that I bought. Um, I, I, I probably drink more Buffalo Trace than anything. I mean, I got lucky. I had a buddy who was selling uh he had 16 buffalo trace store picks all different store picks holy shit and and they were you know i think he sold them to me for you know 30 35 bucks a pop and i was like all day long that's a solid solid daily drinker so if i yes. can if i can get the if i can get the experience with something like that for 35 bucks that's a that's an absolute no-brainer yeah um, so I've, I've been dwindling down you know i've got a I've got my big cabinets and then I've got a, uh, I've got a pantry that's, you know, just way overstuffed. Um, 
that I've been kind of working my way through. And then I've got, I've got a handful of brands that will send me, you know, new bottles and stuff on a regular basis to try or to chug. And I really don't review bottles. <laughs> I'll chug out of them and say, yep, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to dwindle those things down. So I'll take those to parties and kind of disperse those. Cause I'm, unless it's really, really good, I'm not going to sit there and I don't know drink yeah. those because I've got, I've got the stuff that I know that I like and it's in my wheelhouse. So yeah, yeah man, no, no, I feel that. So now I typically ask people this, that come on here that can appreciate bourbon. Now, obviously you have a fuck ton of, of bottles. So what, if you had to pick one mm -hmm. out of your whole collection, I don't care. It, it doesn't matter what type of batch, whatever. What, if you had a, if one day, your significant other was like, hey, I got to pour all this shit out, but you can only keep one bottle. What are you keeping? Um, man, that's a tough. Uh, ooh, um, I'm probably going to go Old Carter American. Okay. I don't know if you've had any. I mean, there's a lot of other places that will do the American whiskeys, like the American light whiskey. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just got... For me, it's got like a real big cola, like almost like a sarsaparilla sweetness to it, which is funny because I don't like a lot of super sweet things. Um, yeah. But man, that one that one hits just right, and it's it's barrel proof, so it gets the job done. Yeah, um, yeah, I, so. yeah. I haven't had the opportunity to try any of the old Carters. Um, I would like to at some point, just haven't uh -huh. had the opportunity. So that's definitely going to be something I'll be searching for at some point so uh well i'm not saying like i'm actively like going out like looking for old carter like if i see it would i would i buy it oh yeah 100 percent. but i don't um, think they're i'm not sure if they're released in texas yet well, only, i'm fucked only yeah <laughs> well let's talk to talk to some of those dallas dallas bourbon boys they've got uh <laughs> right, i'm they sure got, they've got some bottles yeah they got some good shit man i just haven't um i haven't really talked to them in person or anything like that I, you know I'll, I'll shoot the shit with them uh, via Instagram every once in a while, but um, I, I'm sure they just have so many people reaching out to them. I don't want to be that guy that's like, "Hey, can I come meet you to try some of your shit?" Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. But um, it would, it, it would be, it would be cool to to connect with them at some point and um, definitely try some of that shit, man. Because they got, like, like they got some good stuff, obviously. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. And I sent them a couple of my Chugs bottles, so they have uh, they have the Chugs 3.0. <laughs> oh, nice. What'd they say about it? Um, they said it was good. I think they like the, uh, I think they like the pink over the stink. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not super big into like golf, but like, I've always thought it would be cool to, um, I, you know, I go to top golf. I'll go shoot the shit with some friends every once in a while at like a course or whatever. But I always wanted to get like the two in the pink, one of the stink glove. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. 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 yeah that's, seen that. that's just so funny, man. <laughs> that's Cause good. I, I know you said that you were kind of like, I guess, not necessarily rebranding yourself, but like, I guess mm -hmm. steering away from like the childish shit. But like, I, yeah. I'm like a South Park kind of guy. Like uh -huh. South Park's my shit and I'll be childish all day. So, so when, when I, when I went in to do that, that barrel pick, um, they were originally only going to give me one. And then the guy that was in charge of it, that set everything up, I told him that idea. I was like, dude, you know, they're going to sell out, you know, it's going to sell out. And he was like, all right, it's pretty fucking funny. We'll, uh, we'll go ahead and do that. <laughs> Yeah, I came down to making the label. I was going to make, uh, they kept, you know, shutting it down. So I was going to make stickers to go over the, um, 
took over my three fingers up just to get that shocker in there. But yeah, that's a lot of work, man. All these guys that uh, you know, wax. Oh, we were gonna wax dip them too. We were gonna have a, a pink and a brown wax dip, which <laughs> would have been hilarious. But it's just me, <laughs> and that takes that shit takes a lot of time. I mean, yeah. shipping those shipping those guys out was that's enough pain in the ass of a hassle to, to do all that and add the wax and add the stickers and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Now I got a, a, um, a buddy of mine that has started a whiskey company, very, very small. It's based here in Dallas. He sources most of his juice from like MGP and he's um, branching off to get more barrels from like Kentucky, shit like that. Um, and it's primarily just in the DFW area. It's called Mossy Horn Whiskey. And he kind of told me like the like the step-by-step process of like what he has to do to, you know, start his brand and what he yeah. needs to do to expand it. And I'm like, that's a lot. It's a lot, man. And the motherfucker like took out his whole 401k to start his brand. And I'm like, oh, wow. well, that's, you know, that's some confidence, man. Ooh. You know, kudos to you. And, you know, he's doing, it seems like he's doing very well, but I'm not, I'm not super, um, I'm not on that level to yeah. be able to, to do that shit, but it seems pretty, it, it's interesting. So. Now, is he, is he eventually going to be distilling his own or is he just going to keep sourcing it or? That's the goal. Um, you know, he doesn't want to continue to keep sourcing all of his juice, but uh, that at, at least what he's told me, he wants to be able to you know, produce his own shit. That's a long-term goal. So yeah. Because sourcing, yeah. it's getting way, way, way expensive. Um, yeah, so I had I had a friend um, with a distillery pre-COVID. Um, you know, again, it's it's going to be about four years before you can actually make anything. You know, or you can give anything to the public that, that's going to be worth drinking. Um, so what he wound up doing was, you know, sourcing some barrels from MGP. And at the time, I believe he had a limit of five, or he he had to purchase at least five. But I think they were they were two or three year old barrels for seven hundred bucks a pop. And if if MGP even looks at you now, if you want them to you know be interested in you, I think you've got to spend well well over you know a couple hundred thousand dollars. And uh, from what what I was told was those those same you know seven hundred dollar barrels are now you know two and three thousand dollars. So it'd be interesting to talk to your buddy and see what he's what he's getting and the quantity that he's getting and how hard it is to be able to actually get those barrels now. Cause I know yeah. cause everyone, everyone wants to, you know, everyone wants to do a whiskey and they want to source it. And yeah. Yeah. So. Now, I mean, if you want to talk to him, yeah, I can definitely link you up with him. And uh, I don't know too much about like, you know, the details behind what he's doing. You know, I just support him and what he's doing and, you know, I, I buy his bottles and you know, it's, it's pretty decent. It's a good like little $30 bottle. And, uh-huh. uh, for the pr- it's good price point and um, yeah yeah it's uh it seems like you're very very knowledgeable with this whole the whole game so it's it's very yeah. very very cool to see that uh to see that so that's a fun i mean there's so many there's so many aspects that go into it and just and i mean with the bourbon boom it'll be interesting to see when this thing ends you know everyone's i literally everyone's been talking about this bourbon bubble is going to it's going to burst at some point just because everyone's getting into it. And, you know, I mean, the distillers like Buffalo Trace are building new warehouses, you know, tons of new warehouses to get all these new barrels rolled out. And I mean, I guess I'm still drinking it, so yeah. <laughs> I'm happy. It seems like there's there's more and more new bourbon people every, I mean, you said you've been in it for two years now. So, yep. I mean, I've got buddies that are just now getting into it and 
buddies that have been in it for you know 20 years and they've they've seen it you know rise and fall and it's it's definitely on a boom i think i think i think the trajectory is still going up but it'll be interesting yeah we i don't know why we decided to get after it last night but we uh me and my girlfriend went uh tiktok live after uh dinner basically and we just got a bottle and we looked through about a half an hour and i'd killed about half of it and she goes i guess we're just gonna finish the rest of it and i was like yep let's do it <laughs> what what what, uh, what bottle was it it was <laughs> again we're house sitting so i, I didn't want to drink any of his real nice stuff so yeah. all we had was um we stopped off at the local target and i thought normally they've got a, a decent selection but all they had was regular bullet just uh Wait. and it'd been, it'd been forever since i'd had regular bullet and I'll tell you what; those first couple drinks were. I don't want to sound. I don't want to talk crap about any brands, but they were. It was a little harder to drink than I remember. <laughs> but we finished it. So. Wait. So Target sells whisk like liquor in yeah. Indiana. Yeah. What? That is not a thing here. Yeah, they usually. Um, I mean, it's a super Target, so they've got food and you know they got the clothes and the food and all the other stuff. So they have a. They usually have a decent. Um, liquor selection i was actually i was going in there looking for a bullet 10 year because that's a solid that's a solid 35 40 bottle um, but they didn't have any of that they just had the rye and the regular so okay needless to say we, we put a hurting on it and i think she's she might be feeling a little rougher than i am this morning <laughs> you need to go <laughs> to the you need to get a, get a so i've never done this before but i, I i've like I talked to my fiance about intentionally getting fucked up to the points where we're like very hungover and then going to get an IV to see if it's actually worth it. Oh yeah. So like, have you ever done an IV at all? I haven't. Um, I've had some friends that have, um, now one of them did, I mean, they put you in like a dark room and they shut the lights off and he was like, yeah, I fell asleep. And then, you know, I had all the, the fluids dripping into me and I'm, I mean, it rehydrated me. So, He's like, so I guess that worked. You know, I got to sleep a little bit longer. Um, I, I'm trying to remember my last. So I probably, I, pr I probably had about three fourths of that bottle. Um, I feel fine. I mean, I'm slow, but I feel fine. I'm drinking right now. I feel all right. Yeah. Um, I'm trying. It's. I'm trying to remember my last like hangover, hangover. Where it's, it was probably Halloween. Oh, it was Halloween. Yeah, I was not feeling good. <laughs> that that so that that would have been an interesting. Uh, that would have been an interesting time. So usually it's just like a combination of uh, uh, too little sleep, too little water throughout the day, and then just way, way too much booze, and then probably different kinds. I think we were doing shots of Malort. And we, were out, we were out in Chicago, and, and we were drinking. We probably killed a bottle of Buffalo Trace before we left, and then, yeah, anyway, not good stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I've never, I've never done the IVs personally, so I don't know. Yeah, I would love. I would definitely love to see if that is actually worth it because I don't know if it's just like in Dallas in general, but it's super expensive. And I'm like, yeah, uh, babe, I don't know if like if you want <laughs> if you want to do it, cool, yeah. But I'll let me know how it is. But uh, one well, they've thing got those, uh, they've got those NAD drips too. Mm -hmm. um, I forget what that stands for, but uh, it's actually supposed to be kind of painful. Um, but it's supposed to be like really rejuvenational for you and it's uh, painful it's painful specifically like in your stomach correct that's yeah that's what i've heard. i've yeah. never done it but I, I had some uh i had some friends that did it and they uh one of them was all about it like it just gives you this crazy energy boost and you feel good for the next three days and then but i think that kind of wears as you do it more and more i think it kind of wears off but they said there's a bunch of uh 
there's a bunch of professional uh, basketball and football players that are doing it. So I think it's just, you know, if it'll give you that much of an edge, then yeah, it's probably it, worth it in their, their book. Yeah, yeah and that, that kind of makes me think of, like, Kobe Bryant in regards to, like, you know, the amount of practice that he was, I, I can't remember, I, I saw some, like, documentary with him talking about, like, if I can be point zero 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 one better today than mm-hmm. the next day, like, I'm, I'm going to fucking yeah. do it. So, like... Yeah. If it's something that it's funny, I'm comparing Kobe Bryant to the whiskey <laughs> to the bourbon world. How how fucked up can I get and then recover the next day? So, um, <laughs> but um, no, I, I I really want to try that at some point. So that that's gonna be something that I do at some point. I don't I don't I don't really get super fucked up often unless I'm like doing a podcast like this and yeah. it's like because typically I do like four interviews every every Sunday. Yeah. And I'll get a little, little silly. So, cause like last, last Sunday I had a, had a guy come on and we did, we did the podcast for like an hour. And then I talked with him like for another three hours uh, yeah. after, after the fact, and dude, I was fucked. And <laughs> it was, so it was, uh, it was probably nine 30 at the time. Uh-huh. And I think I started the, uh, the podcast at five and my fiance comes up and like, so like my setup, it obviously it's not very like super professional or whatever, but um, it's our walk-in closet for our, our master bedroom, and yeah. she she comes in and she's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just we're just talking." <laughs> and uh, I I was I was that next day at work, I was like, "I don't want to be here." <laughs> but no, the the crazy thing is, is uh, so the guy that came on, he um, uh, he at some point, if I'm not mistaken, I th- I'm pretty positive he dated someone that was a blood relative of someone that started buffalo trace or something or another oh, wow. like that and it was very interesting and um he had an experimental batch of ofc wow. and if i'm not mistaken it was like a if you were to actually buy it because I don't, I don't think it was something that was for sale if it is i don't know he, he was like yeah it's probably like a thirty-five thousand dollar bottle Wow. And and I'm like, oh my god, that's insane! Like, what? And yeah. uh, there there is a um, there's like a cigar lounge that is in Cleveland, Tennessee, which is where I grew up. So originally, I grew up in New Orleans. Uh, Hurricane Katrina happened. I got dislocated to Cleveland, Tennessee, which is southeast Tennessee, very close to Chattanooga and on the border of Georgia. And a lot of the members of that of that group will do like what's called like a whiskey wednesday thing and will the guy that i was just talking about um would he he goes up there quite a bit and brought the ofc but put it in a decanter so that people couldn't know what it was because he wanted to see like what you know people thought about it blah 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 and um yeah and everyone was you know the people that kind of had very experienced palates were like yeah this is you know, it seems like it's Buffalo Trace, whatever. And he told them what it was, and they were like, "I don't know if I want to keep drinking this. Like, this, this yeah. is thirty five thousand dollars. Like, what?" Wow. But yeah, I I can't fathom drinking something that like that expensive. I would be if it doesn't make me instantly drunk and make me fucking have an orgasm. Is it worth it? <laughs> well, that's so. I think that's that's a good way to do it, though. Is to uh, I mean, if you're gonna do something like that, do it blind. Yeah, so, oh, for sure. Um, I host a lot of uh, like bourbon dinners and bourbon uh, gatherings and tastings and whatnot. So I did one 
last weekend. Um, we did uh, Weller Special Reserve. We did a Buffalo Trace store pick. We did uh, what was the third one? I can't remember what the third one was. Oh, I, whatever. Oh, Eagle Rare, and then we did a EH Taylor. And so you know we're going through them, and you know the EH Taylor, and I set them up in that order. You know EH Taylor last, and so all the guys, there's ten of them. And they're like, oh, well, the E.H. Taylor is the best. And, the, you know, they just recognize that. And I was like, all right, well, let's let's run it back. Let's, we're going to do them blind. And so, you know, I've, I've set them up and switched the orders up. And, and all the guys are trying to guess which one they think is the E.H. Taylor. Because they're, I was like, don't don't tell me which one you think is the E.H. Taylor. Just tell me which one you think is best. And then, you know, half of them chose the Buffalo Trace store pick, which it was a, it was a really good pick. And then uh, I, it was basically be- between the Buffalo Trace store pick and the special reserve, I think one guy picked E.H. Taylor. But it was just it was very interesting because they were like, oh, I'm positive. This is the this is the best one. This is the E.H. Taylor. And it's like, well, again, you know, do it blind. That way there's no pre- preconceived notions because yeah. that's one that's one thing um, that I try not to do when I'm doing these tastings is, oh, this this is this is the best. This is you're going to get all these flavors from it. I try and. Okay, hey, what what do you get out of that? I, I'm more interested in what you're getting out of this, whether than you know what you can taste, what I can tell you. Because if I if I if I'm in front of a room, I've got 20 people in front of me, and you're all listening to me. Whatever I say is going to be you know the word. So you're gonna you're gonna follow me blindly, basically. But if if I leave it up to you, then it's your interpretation. It's just up to you. So yeah, yeah, no doubt, and. That's one thing that I've learned in, you know, what, I, what I've, what I've kind of, whenever I talk to other people about certain bottles, it's like price doesn't necessarily dictate exactly how good it's going to be. Just because that bottle was $35,000 doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that it's, it's that fucking good. Cause you know, I, I had another a, a buddy of mine come on here that is in that club that is friends with the guy that had that bottle. And he was like, yeah, it was good. But like, I mean, was it worth it? No, I mean, like you, yeah. like you were saying, like you were saying, you had that that store pick, and um, I don't know if that store pick was one of those bottles that you had that was like thirty five dollars that you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a thirty five dollar bottle. So, like, dude, just because something's three hundred dollars or whatever, like, yeah. does not necessarily exactly. mean it's gonna, it's going to be fucking awesome. So, yeah, I was gonna say, I, I've I've been I've been blown away from the high, oh man this oh this is this bottle this oh it's, oh, it's got to be this is a this is a Pappy twenty three oh it's oh man this is this is the best i've ever had no i mean i i've i've done that at one point in time and i've i've, I've refined my palate to now i know i know what i like and i know what i think is good it might not be what you think is good but yeah you know, so i i try to go in very unbiased and it's still it's still hard to kind of live up to some of the hype oh so here's a good example so the last bottle that did that to me as much as a eh taylor fan as i am i'm a huge fanboy um the warehouse c I sat down and I was, for whatever reason, I was at a restaurant and they had it for a very, very reasonable price. And I drank damn near half the bottle. <laughs> and I told them, hey, you guys should probably raise the price because I'm going to come back tomorrow if you don't and finish it off. Um, but it was so underwhelming. And just for me, the taste wasn't there. It wasn't, uh, it, I mean, it took me three drinks before I really liked it i guess if that's i mean it just so the first two i was like this is just not it's not hitting it right away it's not yeah so i and so that's one of those where i mean normally if this would have been seven years ago eight years ago i would have been like oh my god this 
is the best thing ever. I'm this is super allocated and blah 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 blah. And now I'm like, well, that's not that good. I wouldn't. Uh, actually, I had a bottle. I had a buddy that won um, one of those bottles in a raffle, so I think he got it for like a hundred bucks. And I was like, dude, if you can trade that for ten other bottles or you know even one of the other one of the other releases, I would do that in a heartbeat because it's just not it's not there for me. But what so what what was your last like super hyped bottle that you were disappointed and let down on okay so that's a very good question like that um now okay mind you been in the game two years close to it um you know people have fomo you know they're you know we'll take pappy for example you know people will rave about pappy 15 at least that's what i've heard of people will pappy 15 is fucking phenomenal there's just that that I don't know what it is about Pappy that makes it so expensive, but um, there was this one evening where my fiance and I went back to the place that we first met. It was a speakeasy here in Dallas, um, and they had quite a few good bottles. And I saw that they had Pappy 15. I tried it, and it, it was probably like you know seventy dollars for like a one ounce, two ounce pour, whatever. Yeah. And I was very underwhelmed, just like you were saying about that warehouse. (laughs) And I was like, dude, like this is, it's just so overrated. Like it, I mean, (laughs) what what is it about Pappy that people fucking go crazy over? It's not worth it. It's that, it's that buff. It's that Buffalo trace machine, man. Yeah. They've got the, they've got the marketing, they've got the hype. Um, I mean, I, I was the same way when I did the 23, it was just like, all right. Well, that was a you know that was one hundred and twenty five dollar pour. Yeah. Uh, here, you guys try this. And all right, cool, very good. Like, I'd rather have wild turkey rare breed. <laughs> for for me personally, yeah, yeah. It, it's a it's a better bang for my buck. Like, it's a fifty sixty whatever dollar bottle, and yeah, you know yeah. that's just so. And uh, you said it a second ago. Just because like you like something doesn't necessarily mean that someone else is going to. Be, it could take like it, it could taste like fucking monkey dick, you yeah. know, and someone else can think it tastes like amazing, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's the fun part about it. But yeah, the the, uh, the 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 hype on some of these bottles. I mean, well, shit. I remember you know, Blantons. That's always you know everyone's. Seems like all the new guys are all they're always chasing the Blantons, and you know they're paying. I've I've talked to guys that have paid two hundred fifty dollars for a bottle of Blantons, and it's like no. Ugh. I remember, I remember, I thought it was, you know, when I started, it was good, but I could literally go to the grocery store and, oh, I don't have, I don't have that in, you know, and I still need to be, and I would literally search through all the letters and be like, nah, I'd leave, you know, six of them on the shelf. Um, at, at, re, at retail, at MSRP, it's good. Um, but at anything over 60 bucks, it's not, for me, it's not, it's not worth it. That's a good, you know, 45, $50 bottle, but no, just the, it- the, the, the hype on all these is, and that, 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 that's kind of funny, too. I, I don't know if that's being pretentious or whatever, but, you know, some of these guys leaving the reviews, and it's, it's usually newer guys leaving reviews on, you know, bottles like Blanton's. Because <laughs> they, they, I mean, it seems like the ones I'm watching anyway, or they're, they're falling into that hype train and they're hyping it up to be a $250 bottle, which, you know, maybe that's what they're tasting. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, Blanton's is like, my Buffalo <laughs> it's it's like it's such a 
I don't know what it is, but it's like, it, you know, you were talking about those guys that are looking for Blanton's. It's like one of those things where like, hey, you got Blanton's in the back. Like, you know, Blanton's is, it's fine, but like, it's good, but like, it's not worth $250. Like you might as well go to Total Wine and, or wherever you can yeah. find whiskey or whatever. But like, you know, Blade and Bow is, I, I feel like that's just as good. That's yeah. just me. I don't know, yeah. but. I like the, that's why I, I like to find the, like, again, Buffalo Trace store picks, um, do those all day long, or even like, you know, we were looking for bullet, bullet 10 year last year, some 30, some good 35, 40, $50 bottles, um, do those instead of chasing all the hype. But again, I haven't, I haven't bought them other than last night, just buying a random bottle. That's been forever since I've actually, I, I haven't been to a liquor store and I couldn't tell you how long. <laughs> <laughs> an actual really? actual liquor store really i feel so, like i feel like you yeah. would be a person that would be in there often i well it's again i'm since i'm not chasing i'm only chasing certain bottles and most of those bottles are i'm not going to walk in and find them so it's i i, I spent years I, I i spent probably a solid year and again it's different in indiana because you're not going to walk in and find again you barely find buffalo trace on the shelf but i mean it was like i spent probably a good solid year going into liquor stores, trying to make the relationships and, you know, every day after work and, you know, just buying random bottles just to show them that I'm supporting them. And then that didn't really work. And I do have one that it's uh, the, the store that I sold my bottles out of. So I've spent a lot of money there. Um, I've made them a lot of money too. So I'll get some connections with that. But again, me just walking into a liquor store is not really, I don't, it's not beneficial for me because I know that they don't have it because they don't put it on the shelf. So, that's hunting in Indiana versus hunting in uh, Texas, I guess. It's different yeah. from state to state. Yeah. Oh, no, it, it definitely is. And um, now that makes me think of like MGP. So like MGP is specific in Indiana, correct? Yeah. 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 So I like, do you get some like good MGP like it's, stuff there or? So, so, so like, uh, so, so smoke wagon. So smoke wagons, all MGP. Yeah. They don't sell smoke wagon in Indiana. <laughs> that's the same thing. I th I think that's kind of like similar to like Buffalo Trace. I feel like they don't really get a lot of the more rare bottles of Buffalo Trace in Kentucky, from what I've yeah. heard. I don't know how yeah. true that is, but yeah, that's yeah. very. It's a very interesting dynamic that like that's a thing. Yeah, I mean, just the the way that the drops work and the way that they, you know, the, the distribution works and. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's a very interesting, uh, very interesting world. I so I was talking to um, Hard Truth Distillery in Indiana. They did. Uh, they've got some okay releases, and then they did a uh, a sweet rye, sweet sour, sweet and sour rye, or so, some some kind of a sweet mash rye that took off pretty well. They did really well. Um, but they're a big enough distillery that they're not a micro distillery, so they have to follow the three tiered system. So okay. they produce it, and then. Um, they have to have like a, a distributor basically that comes in and they take it back, they take it from them and then they distribute that, that to the liquor stores and the, the restaurants and whoever else is going to sell it. So they said at one point they didn't have, I think it might've been that sweet, that sweet mash rye. They didn't have that on their shelves, even though they were making it because the distributors had yet to distribute it back to them. <laughs> I was like, well, how fucked up is that? Like, like that doesn't, you're like you're, you're literally making it in the back door and you could just bring the cases over. And they're like, well, it doesn't work that way because we ha it has to go through the distribution to be able to, you know, put it back on our shelves. And then 
you know, be, uh, for us to be able to sell it or as fucked up as that sounds. So yeah. I know most states are like that. I think it's Kentucky, Washington. There might be one other state that doesn't do that three tiered system. Yeah, no, yeah, it, it really is. So, uh, so for everyone that's watching and listening, just to kind of reiterate, um, about your brand. So if anybody wanted to, uh, support what it is that you're doing with your chug merch, uh-huh. again, kind of reiterate how they can actually find what it is that you're doing. So you can follow me on Instagram, heavy bourbon. Um, you can follow me on TikTok, the heavy bourbon, um, go to chugmerch.com or heavybourbon.com. I'll also link you over there. And then we sell some really cool, um, chug merchandise hence the chug merch um we've got brbn hats hoodies shirts um i think we've got some polos we got some women's tank tops um we've got some uh cool drink with purpose hats i need to get those back and we're waiting on richardson to kind of restock this style hat um but yeah it's just all fun all fun good stuff so for sure y'all heard it here until next time everybody peace